Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Jensen speaking. How may I assist you? Hi, my name is Julia, and I might have seen something extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial, you say? I'm all ears, Julia. All right, here goes. I usually take an evening walk right after my late night session ends. And during this walk, was there a sequence of events that seemed odd to you? Yes, very. During my walks, I've started noticing these moving lights in the sky. They were bright and colorful, shimmering globes, varying in size. I've seen them on multiple occasions now. What was your initial reaction to this spectacle? Confusion, wonder, a sense of fascination. I attempted to photograph them, but they wouldn't show up in the images. I considered all possible sources, but nothing seemed to match what I was observing. Interesting. Do you recall any relevant details such as the time, weather conditions, or peculiar aspects of the setting during this event? Every occurrence happened at twilight, with clear weather conditions, the setting, an empty field nearby. Had there been anything else out of the ordinary? Any unusual observations during or immediately after the event? Nothing else apart from the lights. No sounds, no changes in the environment, nothing. Just the silent dance of the lights. Have others witnessed this spectacle? Any varying accounts or alternate perspectives on what happened? A few others have seen it too, and their experiences match mine. No one has been able to provide an explanation, though. We've had accounts of similar events in the past. They're known as Will-o'-the-Wisps in folklore, often referred to as atmospheric ghost lights observed in the wilderness or over marshy grounds. Really? So these orbs... They aren't a unique occurrence. Similar sightings have been narrated across cultures and eras, indeed. Different interpretations exist, ranging from simple gas emissions to paranormal phenomena and even extraterrestrial activity. I advise keeping a detailed log in case these events continue to occur. Record the exact times, weather patterns, and make note of any anomalies or reactions from the surrounding environment. Jensen, could you or someone from your research lab visit to investigate in person? That would certainly be a possibility. We would need to gather more information and coordinate with our team. Please rest assured, Julia. We are here to support you through this intriguing phenomenon and help uncover the truth behind these occurrences. Thank you, Jensen. I'm grateful for your advice and reassurance. I'll be in touch. Jensen, could you give us a quick overview of this new case? Sure, Victoria. A woman named Julia contacted us about a rather peculiar incident. She states that she's been seeing moving, colored lights in the night sky during her evening walks. That's rather intriguing. From a folklore perspective, these could possibly be regarded as Will-o'-the-Wisps ghostly phenomenons usually observed in rural or marshy areas. I knew that was coming, Kieran. But remember, we're scientists. If we look at it through a scientific lens, these sightings might be some sort of atmospheric or celestial phenomenon. Maybe some sort of Star Trek-like experiment going awry, eh? Both plausible theories, but we need more data. Jensen, was there any other information apart from her account? It's interesting that you asked. We had another similar case a few years ago. The Observer reported similar occurrences but in a marshy area, rather than an empty field. 
That does bring up an intriguing parallel, doesn't it? Could there be a common folklore or mythological thread here across different geographic settings? Interesting, but let's not get too carried away. It might be nothing more than an alignment of weather conditions and atmospheric phenomena in both cases. Skeptical as ever, Victoria. Still, it is worth noting that in the previous case, the observer also reported that the sightings didn't appear on photographs, the same as Julia. Back to that call transcript, I find it quite curious that these lights always appear at twilight. Jensen, did the previous observer also experience this time-specific phenomenon? Actually, yes. The events always occurred around dusk. Could this be significant, Kieran? Perhaps. Twilight is indeed a significant time in many mythologies, often considered a bridge between the worlds. It's a fascinating synchrony, if nothing else. Let's not jump to conclusions. This could simply come down to visibility. Lower light levels could make these incidents more noticeable. Both excellent points. Perhaps we could set up some instruments to record data during this time period. Light levels, atmospheric conditions and so on. It might give us better insight. I agree with that. Jensen, it looks like you're our man to investigate these twilight phenomena. Just remember to stay grounded in science despite any mythical allure. Day 1, Entry 1. I'm on a plane headed from Pennsylvania to the small town of Willow Creek. My purpose? To investigate an enigma that tingled the curiosity of not just me, but the entire team at Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. The kid who won coding competitions is now analyzing light anomalies. Life does take interesting turns. Day 1, Entry 2. This case excited my scientific spirit. Glimmers of lights not showing up on photographs and only appearing at twilight. This was more than a photographic anomaly. It was a dance between the quaint folklore of Will-o'-the-Wisps and the science yet to be discovered. Day 1, Entry 3 As a man of science, my initial approach is rooted in logic and reasoning. Is it atmospheric refraction or an undocumented natural phenomenon, or perhaps even extraterrestrial? My docket consists of spectral analyzers, heat detectors, cameras with different wavelengths, and of course, my trusty binoculars. Day 1, Entry 4 The empty field screams desolation. A theater with only nature and the cosmos performing their grand play at twilight, while we humans are but an audience, captivated, puzzled, amazed. This field may hold a secret or maybe a spectator like us. Only time will tell. Day 1, Entry 5 Julia Perez, a local resident, initially mistook them for lanterns. Mid-aged, living alone, and her faithful companion Buddy, her dog, accompanies her on these twilight strolls. She never expected to witness this beautiful oddity. Day 1, Entry 6 Can you recall exactly when the lights first appeared? I ask. Julia's response was nonchalant. Must have been a week back, like fairy lights, except there were no fairies. Fascinating. Day 1, Entry 7. I observed the twilight skies above the open field. Nothing at first then, just as the last traces of the sunset blushed the sky, they appeared. Little flickers, playful like sprites. Moving in a pattern, too early to tell. Day 1, Entry 8 
The phenomenon stirred up memories of my childhood, watching Twilight Zone with nostalgic hot chocolate. The similarity of the two was striking. Both presented a peculiar mystery, the awaited suspense, the hunger for answers. Day two, entry one. Then it happened. One of the lights, brighter than the rest, zooms towards us and stops, a pause, then swiftly ascends, disappearing into the night. My heartbeat echoed in my ears as Julia, Buddy, and I stood flabbergasted. Day two, entry two. I quickly managed to refocus and started analyzing. The spectral analyzer showed remarkable readings, a spectrum unlike anything natural or a mixture of certain natural elements that we had never documented before. The heat detector remained silent. Day two, entry three. Conducting a spectral analysis under the open sky, filled with strange lights, truly was a unique experience. Preliminary results were inconclusive. Some elements present were not naturally seen within our Earth's atmosphere. Day two, entry four. I had to ensure Julia's safety, keeping her at a distance from my research equipment and instructing her not to approach the lights if they descended again. Safety first. Day 2, Entry 5 As I held the readings from the spectral analysis, nuggets of doubt started plaguing my mind. From a simple atmospheric phenomenon to now possibly something extraterrestrial, uncertainty filled the air. Day 2, Entry 6 My thoughts interrupted by Julia's sudden shout, directing my attention towards her phone, showing an article about a similar incident in a nearby county a few months ago. Day 2, Entry 7 and 8. While tracing the newer sightings located geographically, I found a pattern. Each occurred at an increased distance from the last one. It was unclear what this could imply and how it affected everyone involved. Day 2, Entry 9. Sullivan would love this. His theories often teetered towards unknown territories. In fact, he did once mention his reviews of folklore across cultures revealing their roots in unexplained phenomena. Day 2, Entry 10. The team once debated these lights to be bio-illuminating organism, gravitation pull of solar winds, and even extraterrestrial. All theories had their own weightage now. I was in the center of it. Day 2, Entry 11. I pushed Julia for more details. She stood on her ground, repeating the same account of the events, genuine fear and awe reflecting in her eyes. Day 2, Entry 12 The field stood calm, holding its breath. The lights this time descended lower. My heart pounded. Julia clutched Buddy closer. The equipment beeped erratically. Whatever they were, they were here. Day 2, Entry 13 the lights disappeared, leaving behind residual energy like a footprint, similar to aurora residual charged particles, but it creates more questions than answers. Day 2, Entry 14. A scientist knows every answer will lead to a new question. As I pack my equipment, the field lies serene. The secret it harbors still a mystery. From now on, every twilight would hold a promise of discovery. Day 2, Entry 15. So, here I am, wrapping up the haunting field investigation, still no closer to the truth. Unraveling the fabric of the universe is indeed a daunting and thrilling task. 
the mystery of Willow Creek's lights remain at least for now. Tell us about your investigation, Jensen. I went to investigate the Willow Creek phenomenon. You remember our caller, Julia Perez? According to her and several other locals, they've spotted strange lights that only appear at twilight. Strange lights? Sounds like Will-o'-the-Wisp stories from my childhood. I thought the same thing, Kieran. But what makes this one unique is that these lights didn't show up on photographs. Our previous case had similar results. That could mean it's a visual phenomenon rather than a material one. We should consider the atmospheric perspective. Agreed, but we shouldn't just dismiss the more mythical explanation. Remember, every myth is rooted in reality. Julia mentioned the lights always appeared at twilight. Could there be a significance to that timing? Could be. Another thing we observed was that these lights were not uniform. One of them descended soon after appearing, quite a sight. Descending towards the ground, that rules out stars or satellites then. What about your readings, Jensen? Any revealing data? Something peculiar. The spectral analysis showed a mixture of certain natural elements we haven't documented before. New elements? That's quite an unearthing. Are we speaking of unknown atmospheric chemicals or possibly extraterrestrial elements? I'd say it's too early to tell, but we should keep both possibilities open. After all, we didn't rule out an extraterrestrial origin yet. No, we haven't. And while this may be quite an exciting discovery, we must approach it with caution and confirm with further testing. Absolutely. Let's focus on replicating and understanding these results first before drawing any ambitious conclusions. Alright team, for now, let's put the Willow Creek case on standby and keep monitoring for any more sightings. We'll look into those new elements and keep exploring the origin of these lights. Agreed, Jensen. Meanwhile, we have a new case from Scotland regarding some haunted castle, ready to dive into...